Welcome to the AT Construction Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Levitt. And because of the current climate with COVID-19, many of us are looking at ways to better our business, to market more effectively, and how to really position ourselves to come out of this better than before, right? Most great companies come out of recessions, and in this climate, what can we be doing to, to better our systems and communication with our customers? And it was more important than ever that we brought on a guest that is an expert with this topic. So we brought on um, Liza Hausman, and Liza gave some great insight in regard to marketing and systems and how we can optimize the messaging with our customer base and really understand their pain point. And she used some amazing terminology that really apply to us as small business owners. So definitely stay tuned and listen to her podcast. And, and a quick background on Liza. So she is the Vice President of Industry Marketing at House, which is an innovative residential remodeling and design platform and community. Most of us know House. I mean, we're part of House. Ms. Hausman uh, has experience spanning advertising, consulting, marketing, and social strategy for Fortune 500 brands to a host of innovative startups. She also co-founded her first internet startup in 1998, which was a home improvement retailer that eventually sold to Walmart. Over the last seven years, she's worked with interior designers, architects, contractors, and landscape designers. And she's also done her own remodel, so they're in Palo Alto where she resides. So she really understands what we're dealing with. She understands our market, and she understands the current climate. So definitely stay tuned. This was a great podcast with her. You'll really enjoy. So welcome again to the AG Construction Podcast, and we're super excited to bring Liza on with us. So welcome, Liza. Hi, Brad. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And we wanted to bring you on because you have such extensive experience in marketing and consulting. So to kick this off, what's the most important messaging a company should have to build their brand? Great question. Um, of course, messaging that's sensitive to everything going on right now goes without saying. But if we set that aside for now, and, and I think we're going to come back to it later, I would say the number one thing is messaging that really resonates with your customer. Right. You know, when you meet with somebody or when you have a phone call, what your you know, prospective customers or clients ask you. Um, and so it's really important to think about that, to put yourself in their shoes and to make sure you're putting out um, messages that are really tailored to what your prospective clients and customers want and need. Um, you know, it's tempting uh, as a business to want to, you know, talk about or list online your awards or your accolades is kind of the most uh, prominent thing. Uh, that you put out there, and those may really feel good to your business, and, and they're certainly fine to include, um, but they may not be the most uh, important or most prominent thing that your prospects really want to get. Um, and so I think the most important messaging really is uh, up to every individual business, but it's thinking about, you know, what are the top questions that your prospective clients have and making sure that you're leading with answers to those. So one thing you said, Liza, that's really stuck out to me is you used the word sensitive. And, you know, I've heard many people discuss, you know, marketing and as they're sitting down with the client and listening to them and try to un understand and engage with them. But the word sensitive has never been used. So that really struck a chord with me. So, so to find that a little bit, what should we be searching for as we're sitting down with the client to be sensitive to really what they need? Yeah. And I think, you know, each business out there, you're experts on this, you may not realize it, but, 
you probably know that when you first sit down with clients, there are a couple, you know, key questions that you always get asked. Maybe it's about process, you know, and they want to know how is this going to work? Is there a structure to it? How do I feel comfortable that we're going to get from point A to point B? Um, or it might be communication. How am I going to reach you and, and talk to you during this time? It might be budget. They may have um, money to spend on this project, but they want to know that you're going to be smart with their money. And so you know that, you know, reassuring them during that conversation is really helpful. Helpful. So I think it's really thinking back about what are the top questions you get from prospective clients um, and making sure you don't make them work so hard to get answers, right? So if they're online and they're looking at your profile and they're trying to get information about your business, are you being proactive about pushing answers to those questions out there in a way that is going to right, attract the right clients to you and, and make them feel good uh, and that it's about them and not necessarily about you? Oh, that's such great insight. I really appreciate that. And what's fascinating about what you mentioned is it, it's really about understanding those pressure points, right? What what they what's important to them because everyone's different. As you mentioned, you gave some examples. You talked about budget or our organization, or communication, or timing. So really diving down and understanding what is the pressure point for the customer, and then setting the table, you know, with a game plan, understanding how we can resolve that form moving forward. Yes. And when it comes to brand building, again, it's about being proactive with it. You know, I, I always uh, like to say that, you know, given the, how much uh, of our business is online these days, that your prospective clients, I kind of refer to them as nice stalkers, right? You don't know they're out there, but they're out there kind of looking for information about you. Maybe they're talking to people, they're looking online. Um, gathering information. And so how are you going to put information out there before you even, you know, they've even picked up the phone and you know who they are um, that are going to, you know, give them these messages uh, in a self-service way. So again, already, we're just a few minutes into this and you've hit us with two key things already. You talked about, you know, being sensitive. And then I love the term night stalker because, you know, in all the research I've done, and I, and I speak to this a lot, a lot of statistics that um, companies that are active on social media and branding you know, that they're going to have a 10% growth annually over their competitors, right, if they're active on that platform. And that many of our followers, you know, 65% of people that actually purchase a product or engage with the company have followed them or looked at them at social media. And you really alluded to this. You said night stalkers, right? Because we're not sure who's out there, who's researching, and the data development they're doing, and how more important than ever to have that good brand messaging on our social media platforms. Yep. And actually, I call them nice stalkers, not night stalkers. Oh, you call them they're nice. Probably, they're probably night stalkers too, right? Because they're online at uh, the evening when they have time by right, looking at your business, trying to get, get get information. But they're nice, right? They don't have anything. Uh, they're not, they're not going to do anything negative to you, but but uh, <laughs> they are stalking you and you don't know who they are. <laughs> well, I think it's it can work both ways, right? We have night stalkers. It could be some of us are at night, can't sleep, and you're stalking or it could be, you know, they're not out there at you. It's just, you know, doing some research, right? Exactly. That's, that's too funny. So let me, let me ask you this. So should each company look for three or four messages, you know, that they should brand or one or two? I mean, what is your recommendation um, as far as messaging that companies should be doing? Yep, that's a another really good question. And I think when... Um, that a lot of businesses have, it's certainly important to identify your key messages and reinforce them, right? Too many messages can be overwhelming and your goal as a business is to be memorable. So if you're putting out 
too much information about your business or too many things in your headline, it's, it's going to be hard for people to, to walk away with it. Um, I think it's good to go through an exercise uh, as a business and ask yourself two things. Mm -hmm. First is, you know, as we talked about, what matters most to my potential clients, right? Is it understanding my level of customer service, my approach, my to fees, my process, my level of transparency? Um, so really understanding, you know, what matters most so you can prepare, you know, those in your key messages. Uh, and the second is, you know, what differentiates me from my competitors, right? If you're sitting down with a prospective client and they asked, well, why should they hire you instead of the company across town? How would you answer, right? What is it that you're going to tell people that, um, uh, is unique to you. Um, and again, it, it could be your personality, it could be your, uh, some of these approaches, um, but really understanding those two things about your business is going to help you really crystallize those three to four messages that you want to put out there consistently to attract the clients that are likely going to hire you. Oh, that's great advice. Again, you know, it's when, as you were discussing that and you're talking about the two points, you know, what matters most, you know, to the customer and trying to understand that as we talked about a little bit earlier, but also number two, differentiate yourself. And it, it, it reminded me a few months ago, I there was a client of ours that was interviewing quite a few builders here in Scottsdale, the point was, or if customer service or communication was part of that. But I, I do know that the reason we awarded the job is the client had said, hey, every time I send an email or text, like you responded, you know, very quickly, you know, typically within 30 minutes. And whereas every email was a day or two and they're out of town clients. And they said, the biggest key for us is we want a contractor that is responsive that we can get a hold of. And it, it taught me something that I should be asking that question, you know, up front, even though we do have a company habit of, of responding quickly to our customers, but it just kind of reinforced what you're talking about is understanding what matters most. And then how do we broadcast that in a way or communicate to our customer without really being in their face about it? Yep, and it, it actually you make a good point, which is sometimes the best place to look for that information uh, is in your reviews and what your customers are saying mm -hmm. about you in retrospect. And you can say, okay, you know, here are the things, and, you, and you'll you'll see consistent themes. Here are the consistent themes that our customers, you know, really think stand out about their experience with us. Well, that's really good. So let me ask you this: as we kind of dive into this, so if we have a couple points, you know, if we're if we're thinking of ways to differentiate ourselves to create that messaging, and you know, we're online now, so how um, does someone build an online personality to attract customers? Because you know, most people, it's an emotional connection, right? That's why they want to purchase or work with a certain company. So, any recommendations you have as far as building that personality from afar? Um. Yes, I think, you know, the truth is having a distinct online personality is not necessarily for every business. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of the term personality because I think it puts undue pressure on companies to think that they have to kind of have this big celebrity, uh, strong personality in order to attract consumers uh, uh, and new business. And I, I don't think that's the case. And of course, not every business has the time, staff, or ex expertise in developing something like that. Um, you know, some people are naturally strong personalities and that carries, you know, over to all their communications online and off. Um, but I think it's more important for businesses to be authentic, to be clear about who they are and who they service. Um, you know, regardless of whether you have a strong or highly differentiated, you know, personality, um, there are some things that we can do, you know, to attract consumers. So in our industry, we're lucky because doing beautiful visual work um, makes it easier, right, to present uh, something very attractive and compelling, um, 
you know, in photos, et cetera, to consumers. Um, one recommendation I definitely have is that um, be sure to have, you know, either, you know, business owner or team photos um, on your website or house profile. Uh, I have a lot of great stories. Um, I've worked with many pros over the years who, you know, they love their logo. And maybe they put a lot of money or time into developing their logo. And so they want to put their logo kind of front and center. But, um, you know, psychology and research shows us, as you said, that people want to connect with people. Uh, and, you know, they do studies with babies that show that, you know, they, they recognize and, and connect with human faces, um, you know, more than anything else. And so I always recommend to make sure that you have a profile photo that's, you know, your face or your team, um, because, you know, again, people are doing this research before they ever have a chance to meet you. Uh, and if they can picture you or your team before they pick up the phone or when they're picking up the phone, that's a way to make a human connection with a, with a human face uh, before you ever have that in-person meeting. So that's that's one way to do it. Um, I think it's also important. And, that and that's if, yeah. And Liza, let me, yeah, before you jump into the next point, I just want to interrupt you for a minute because it is, what, what you just shared is super important. And it's funny, when I was setting up my house profile, years ago that that's exactly the same branding they said hey brad don't use your logo let's use your headshot right because personality behind it so they don't feel that they're just speaking to some corporation um but what's interesting is you just talked about being authentic you know understanding your values you know stories of uh or pictures of your employees and team and so there's this there's this feel that's a little bit more um not in lieu of but in addition to the the nice pictures we do but it just creates that that strength behind it where people feel like there's someone actually behind that cares. That's exactly right. And, and if you think about it, it's important that your online presence match the experience consumers are going to have in real life, right? So if you invent some high energy personality online and then when people meet you, they find you're more of a low key straight shooter, that's <laughs> not going to serve you well, right? I mean, you're, you're much better off being, who, you know, who you are and, you know, attracting the people where, you know, that want to work with you and where that's going to be a successful relationship. Um, you know, people want honesty and consistency and that will attract the right customers to you. Right now, you know, what, what are some of the mistakes that you're seeing maybe companies make in regard to marketing? I think the biggest one is just an inability to focus and figure out how to make an investment work before moving on to the shiny new thing, um, particularly when you have limited resources in terms of, you know, money and time uh, and people. Um, you know, I, I think it's it's probably possible to make, you know, almost any investment uh, pay off, but it's important to, you know, sit down, set goals for it. Um, and also when you're deciding, you know, where to invest, you know, make some of those hard choices, pick something, put the right amount of energy into it. If you're trying to spread yourself too thin um, and not focusing on measuring the impact, uh, it's just not going to pay off. That's great insight. And, and it kind of leads into another question, you know, as I was thinking about that 12 years ago, the housing recession that many of us had lived through. And, you know, I saw that at that time, there were a few companies that almost doubled down right in their marketing, like they really went after it. Whereas most people, that was the first arm to pull back. And now here we are, COVID-19 is coming. And so how does that strategy change? Because, you know, you talked about maybe some of us may have a limited budget or there's other constraints out there. So is it still important to double down and market in a time such as this? 
I think absolutely it is because it's you know, more important than ever that businesses have a strong pipeline. Um, when we come to the other side of this, I interviewed a, a whole bunch of professionals, you know, who'd been through the last recession and, you know, the ones who had done it and, and weathered it most successfully actually had doubled down on their marketing, um, both paid and, and non-paid. Um, you know, we definitely get questions about, you know, is it even appropriate to market right now? Uh, and I think, you know, what, what we've seen is that, you know, all kinds of recent research shows that a majority of consumers really still want and expect to hear from brands and companies during the pandemic, um, but that the message needs to first and foremost show care for the prospective customer and their family, be transparent about how the business is operating at this time, and ideally provide some inspiration and anxiety relief because people are exhausted by the news. They're looking for some, you know, some normalcy. So um, I think, you know, the if you can afford to uh, invest in paid marketing. Um, it, it absolutely makes sense as other as other people pull back, and you know it's it's not a bad time to maybe go to some places and and try to negotiate a better deal. You know, I, I say to companies, you should both, you know, try to get a better deal for yourself and offer offer better deals to your to p- potential customers. Um, but some of the things you can do are you know reaching out by email and letting customers and prospects know that you care. Let them know how they can still work with you. Um, reminding them you're a, you know a, a small or medium-sized business and that you appreciate any support or referral opportunities that come their way. Um, if you can offer them help via tips or even just a, a beautiful inspirational image, um, include it, you know, just to, to, to improve their day a little bit. Um, and then if you're, you know, if you have more time on your hands, you know, as we were talking about, um, you know, most construction businesses are still um, are still busy and working. Um, you know, some design businesses have more time, uh, but taking the time to update your online presence right now, you know, we're seeing um, an increase in traffic on house because people are home and they have time to browse uh, and start to do research. And so this is actually a really important time to update your online presence, make sure your messages are timely, you know, add online resources. And I think, you know, one, one thing that we're seeing a lot of is offer ways to work remotely, even if it's an initial consultation, a video walkthrough, or an e-design service. Um, you want to build and nurture relationships at this time, and it's a great way to develop new business and keep things moving forward in any way you can. I love that. So there's a couple of points you brought up that I want to address that I was making notes here. So, so you had talked about just another mental aspect of this is that in a time such as this in a pandemic and when people are at home, you know, a lot of us, you know, we get discouraged by the news, you know, especially Facebook and some of the news that's out there. So there's an outlet. People are looking for an outlet, whether it be, you know, other messaging from companies or, or inspirational pictures or sports or whatever it may be. And so th- there's a huge opportunity for us to do a platform such as House to now create that outlet and and that we can be still cautious to the customer and have this messaging that's inspiring them and creating that outlet. And and then also another point you made was you had talked about that in a downturn or a time such as this, people are at home and they have that ability and the traffic does increase on these platforms. And so now it's even more important to double down. And I will say I, I've seen that to be true because there are a couple of companies uh, in the recession here in Phoenix that I know doubled down and and really conquered the market. They, they saw that as an opportunity in lieu of a challenge and really built a business, you know, in a time such as this. Yeah, I think that's really smart. And, you know, you have to remember, right, we're nobody's psychic. So, 
you, you know, you need to be explicit and say to consumers, hey, we're open for business. We can do, you know, video calls because, you know, they may be looking around and wondering, well, should I reach out? Are they even open? Is someone going to answer? You know, and so you want to make sure that you're you're making them feel comfortable. You know, you have messages that that acknowledge that you're, you know, you're 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 making some changes at this time, um, but also that you're available to talk and that they should feel comfortable reaching out. That's really great. So let's talk a little bit about your background too, Liza. So I mean, what based on your experience and role, I mean, how did that lead you to your current position? Um, yeah, well, you know, I've been in my position for nearly nine years now, but my experience in marketing has been pretty broad. Um, I started my career working for large advertising and management consulting firms, working with large consumer brands, and that really gave me a solid base in marketing and business fundamentals with a real focus on driving measurable results. They were kind of both very quantitative um, marketing and business experiences. Um, and since then, my time has been spent wearing a lot of business and marketing hats, growing and scaling startups. You know, I realized my passion was um, kind of working on new businesses that were challenging the status quo with new business models. Um, my first one was a home improvement startup. And so I feel I've, I've come full circle uh, to house <laughs> and, and I'm really lucky to have been able to have so many, you know, great experiences here. Um, I work with great people, you know, other employees at House, but I also work with our amazing professional community. I mean, the number of architects, designers, builders, and more that I, you know, have in my in my network and as friends now is is um, is pretty amazing and has been extremely rewarding. You know, I think one of the things I love most having worked at House is been is being able to help and have helped so many small businesses grow. Um, that's you know obviously more rewarding than working for a corporation. Right. Uh, and then on the personal side, I've been through several stages of role modeling my own house. Um, my house was built in 1950. We bought it from the original owners. Uh, and so we've been, you know, through everything from renovating the original footprint to putting on a master suite edition. So I've worked with architects, GCs, you know, interior designers, landscape designers, landscape contractors. So I really understand both sides of our market as, a, as the customer and, and also from the, the pro side. That, well, that gives you good experience, right? Having lived through a remodel or working through it. I mean, you really learn firsthand what we're dealing with, right? Exactly. That's too funny. So what what kind of took you down that path? Did you always have a passion for that stuff you had studied or just you knew that you were good at it and that's why you were down that path? Um, for marketing specifically, yeah, it's, um, you know, I don't think everyone can tell a good story. I think in, in hindsight, it's 2020. Um <laughs> Uh, in college, I was a rhetoric major. I originally thought I would go to law school, um, but I ended up writing my honors thesis on the Nike ad campaign to women that was going on at that time. And uh, I, I saw all my, my girlfriends had um, the magazine ads like ripped out and put up on their walls because uh, it resonated so much with them. And I thought, huh, this is really interesting. Um, and so that's kind of what led me into advertising and I realized I kind of had a, a, a passion for um, communication and really kind of understanding how communication can you know influence you know how people think and what they buy and um, and I think I just thought that was fascinating um, and was a good kind of application of my particular skill set. That's interesting so it was actually an ad through Nike you know advertising to, to women and then that's kind of what inspired you and then took you down that path. Absolutely. It definitely did. It, it is funny how you look back, you know, and just these little nuances and little circumstances that kind of change our path and, 
and then life and then you get there and you're like yeah this all makes sense right this is where i need to be and this is what i need to be doing exactly exactly so so yeah, so let me ask you this, you know, now with House, you know, what is House doing right now? Because we've talked a lot about marketing and I haven't really dove into some of the things that the platform's doing, but, um, you know, with COVID-19 and this is changing daily, as you mentioned, so what are some things that House is doing to mitigate or help us with some of the challenges that we're facing? Yep, absolutely. And it's really been an all hands on deck uh, effort. I think from from day one, you know, the whole company is like, this is this is our community. Um, this this should be number one priority. So um, the first thing we did is, you know, we have something that we call we call the resilience initiative. Um, and again, you know, remodeling and design businesses are core to our community. They're facing unprecedented challenges with this pandemic. And so um, with this initiative, we're giving pros a lot of actionable information and resources to help strengthen their businesses, you know, strengthen their businesses now for the future to stay connected um, to each other, their clients and teams. Um, So for example, our editorial team has been publishing, you know, many stories that, you know, are extremely actionable. So eight things your business can do right now. We've interviewed um, a, a ton of experts about the different uh, financial um, support uh, from the government and other places that are available right now to try to, you know, make that a little bit more comprehensible to everybody and, and more accessible. Um we run uh, live webinars every week uh, with experts kind of covering everything from, you know, how do you market at this time and what's appropriate to, um, you know, accounting firms and getting your business in order. So, so again, really trying to push a lot of resources out there. Um, everything is actually accessible and available at a page. Um, if you go to house.com forward slash pro, P-R-O, um, there's a banner at the top of the page uh, talking about COVID. And if you click on that banner, you get to our resources page that has has all of this information. Um, uh, we, we recently launched um, kind of our biggest product launch in years, um, House Pro, which is our new all-in-one business management software. And uh, we gave that software for free to all of our you know, legacy customers, all the customers we had in place. Um, up until this point, um, because we wanted to give them more and, you know, make their investment in, in house even more valuable um, and to, you know, help them, you know, improve profitability and um, uh, improve customer communications at this time and, and really support them. Um, for designers, we actually uh, coming up uh, starting today, we're hosting our first ever virtual design market. Um, I know you probably know that uh, High Point Market uh, got canceled for um, mm-hmm. the spring, and so we're kind of doing a virtual version of it. We're doing showroom walkthroughs with brands like Moe's and Fermob and ART. We've got trend discussions with, you know, folks like Forehands and Korean Company and Sun at Six, um, and then a whole bunch of sessions, you know, um, with experts for best business practices around everything that's going on right now. Um, and then the flip side, so you know. I, I think the the important thing to think about because you know houses is a marketplace, right? We connect homeowners and pros. One of the the main things that we do, we have both audiences there. So in addition to kind of all the things we're doing to help and and um, give information to our professional community, we're trying to do the same thing on the consumer side. So um, in addition to you know helping them understand why is this a good time to actually start working with a with a professional. I actually talked to an architect the other day who said, you know. Um, he was in in Oregon, and he said, even though construction is is paused, the uh, local building permit office is still functioning. 
um, they're just doing everything online. And so he said it's actually a really efficient time to start working with an architect because it's kind of less expensive to work with him to, you know, do these plans and, and file permits because it's not as time consuming. He doesn't have to go down down to the office. So um, we're, we're doing a lot to tell consumers, hey, you know, pros are still working. It's a great time to start working with them um, and to draw even more attention uh, to that and make those connections now. I love that. So, you know, there's a, a couple of points that we'll get back to you on the consumer side, but from the from the builder side. So, you know, the builders, architects, everyone that's on that platform, they can go to house.com pro and then they can click on the banner and that's to see some of the information such as, you know, eight things businesses can do and financial support and all these live webinars. And and I find that more important now, now more than ever. What's interesting is, you know, we're in uncharted circumstances, right? Most of us. And Myself, my company, we specialize in high-end residential. They're typically new build construction and commercial. So our project durations are long. We're off-site. You know, we're not really in someone's home because it's new construction. Um, whereas a lot of my peers and partners, they do remodels. And, and this has really hit them uniquely because some of them have projects underway that were either canceled or they can finish because the homeowners want them done. But the pipeline has changed, right? Because a lot of people are at home. They don't want people in their home. There's a safety issue. And so they're trying to gauge, well, how do we now feed that pipeline? How do we evolve our company and house? I mean, you're kind of setting that example for them that, hey, look at what we're doing. These builders can now come in and utilize those to maybe help refine their systems and optimize you know, the software that you now have. Yep, exactly. I think there are a lot of ways to work with clients remotely at this time that can hopefully help, you know, fill that pipeline or even move things along so that, you know, when we come out on the other side of this, um, that we can be ready to start construction. Absolutely. And and that's a, a great sales pitch. I mean, I have some customers out where they're on the fence and actually want to move forward because some of the point you made from the consumer side about being a good time, well, you know, there is some convenience, you know, in Scottsdale, a lot of my clients are from the Midwest and have summer homes here. And so there was a cost, right, for them to come out and visit and select product and, you know, have these meetings for us now, everyone's online. So it seems that, you know, it's more efficient that we can get this quicker, we can get the plans done, you know, pricing has been leading some of our vendors uh, with fuel being less. And so there's some advantages now that uh, it's really important going back to our conversation earlier in the podcast where you talked about messaging, right? We could be messaging value and, and the incentive to build now as opposed to a year ago. And and these are this is great information, and, and it's really good that you're putting that information out there on the house platform. Yeah. In fact, I, I talked to a kitchen and bathroom modeler that started offering, you know, they're doing like $500 uh, online consultations. They work with homeowners to actually even measure their spaces and kind of walk them through the measurement process. So again, all of these things that um, they're figuring out how to do virtually. Uh, and as you said, you know, clients are home, they have time to do this. You know, some clients don't start projects because they're worried they won't have the time to kind of stay on top of it and do it right. Well, this is, this is again, another a good time to kind of put that message out there. They've got the time to, uh, to put the attention in it, uh, into the, that planning process um, and do it right. I love that. So, yeah, I mean, so many people are at home and they're, you know, doing a virtual consultation where at a, at a minimal fee where now they're going to be able to do their dream remod or dream bathroom at some point that they can get all the information, all their ducks in a row, all their selections, all the pricing down, you know, at a discounted rate. And then when they're ready, they can do it. And so that virtual consultation 
you know, it's, it's such a good strategy for any company to find a way to, you know, bob and weave through the market we're in. So is there anything else you're seeing with all the companies you're working with, uh, you know, that they're doing outside of virtual consultations? Um, I think, you know, for folks, we, you talked about product selections. I think other folks are trying to figure out, like, what, what's the best way to mail a box, for example, of samples? And, you know, do they tell the consumer, hey, leave it in your garage for three days, right? And then we'll do an online uh, consultation <laughs> where we look at the product together. But I think for some of those things where there is a, a physical element to it, um, we are seeing businesses kind of get creative about how how to help consumers touch and feel the product when they need to make those selections. Um, we, you know, there's, I, I don't know what you're seeing, but, you know, we also hear, um, you know, that one of the important things for pros to do right now is really stay close to their supply chain and communicate, right? There's, there's backlogs and cabinet manufacturing and, you know, uh, all kinds of things. So that's another message you can give to consumers, which is, hey, let's get started now. Let's put our orders in because it's actually, you know, it, it's likely to take longer um, than you might have expected. And that's great advice. It's funny you say that because this is an, uh, an initiative that we've taken as a company is, you know, with a lot of our customers, we have projects that um, are at different stages, right? And we've we've gone through and we're saying, okay, well, our light fixtures, let's get those ordered now. You know, we may not need them for four months today. So then that way, as they trickle in in the next 60 days, you know, they're here, they're on site. And so I think that's really good advice for anybody listening is, is think about how you can create that messaging and be proactive and, and get things because we do know that supplies are limited to some extent and we know that shipping delays are real and because there's only so many people that are working and can be out with you know social distancing and i really like some of the points you made about that mail box you know that you could send a box to your customer and then do the online consultation and i do know that some of the design centers and showrooms are doing virtual tours of product you know that you can go through i know that realtors outside of our industry you know you can't show homes like you would and so a lot of them are using that matterport technology where it's that 360 degree camera view. So you can go in and you can see the house as if you were there, you know, which it'll be interesting to see how this changes our economy, you know, after this is done. Yeah, I think that's, a, I think it's a good question. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that in the, in the long run, um, we'll be stronger than ever. You know, I, re I remember after the 2008 and following years, people really started nesting and in investing time and money and love into their homes. I think that was when the term staycation was coined, you know, and yards right. started becoming your personal oasis. You obviously see that in Arizona quite a bit. Um, yep. So I think, I think we, you know, we may see, um, you know, it may take a little while again for kind of all the, the supply chain and other effects to flow through, but I think this experience is gonna have an even bigger impact in the long run on people's desire to invest in their homes. Well, and it's interesting you say that because not only the staycation term, but when you say invest in your homes, I think this is more important because if if there was a time we had to stay at home, you know, how more important than ever is it to have an office, right, that we can have this discussion or have consultations or meetings, you know, how much more important to maybe have an in-home gym, you know, when, when able to, or at least some exercise equipment. So it, we've seen that already with our current designs. No, go ahead. I was just going to say you're, 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 uh, it's kind of up there with how the professionals can be the experts and, and lead these conversations, right, in ways that, um, that raise, you know, how, what do homeowners want to be able to have in their homes um, after going through this experience? What's important now? Yeah, definitely asking those questions because seeing their pain points right now when 
they're at home with their kids. Like we have six kids, so my wife's at home, and you know, I, I see the pain points on things. We need to do it adjust, you know, for you know, if this happens again, where I'm at work and that she's at home with all six and, and they're not in school, right? That's yeah. God bless her. We're we <laughs> ours. My mine are 17 and 14, and I'm lucky if they come by to get a sandwich. So it's, uh, <laughs> when I see my colleagues and their kids, you know, in the meetings, crawling all over them, yes. I I think, oh my gosh, if I was back in those days, I can't even imagine. So I hope she's hanging in there. <laughs> She, you know, fortunately we have a swimming pool and it is warm. We can heat it. So like the kids have been out swimming a lot, but it, but to your point, it is funny having these, um, these meetings and some of my clients are designers that I work with, you know, and, you know, kids in the background and architects, you know, you hear them back there. So, um, you know, it, it adds fun to it. Uh, yeah. but let me ask this, you know, going back, you had talked about, you know, some of the things on the pro resilience initiative. So what's some of the feedback that you're already receiving from your customer base, you know, with this new initiative that you've launched? Yeah, I mean, I think again, we've had uh, incredible numbers of folks attending, um, you know, attending the webinars and comments on the articles, and you know, lots of lovely uh, thank you notes. That you know, this is information that's really actionable. I think that's the the thing we're really trying to focus on is not kind of fluffy philosophical stuff, but what what's really actionable now. Um, and of course, with the the launch of the the software, you know, we, we've had some incredible feedback as well. Um, you know, the, the all-in-one software really is about, you know, helping professionals stand out, win more clients, right, manage profits for, for greater profits, get paid fast, um, stay connected with clients and teams, all things that are really um, relevant and, and resonating with the, with the industry right now. Um, and we have specialized versions of the software. So, you know, for everyone, the software includes premium marketing features, like things that we talked about help them stand out. Uh, like a, uh, we actually will build and manage a website just as part of our, our one, one low fee. And, and I should say like the, the tool right now, it starts at $49 a month. And that includes we'll build and manage a website. Uh, you know, we make you a company video. Um, we give you powerful lead management software that helps you manage your business, new business inquiries from any source and, and follow up at the right time. And then of course we have specialized uh, versions for, for the different pro types. So for builder and remodeler version, we have a, an estimation feature that provides labor and material costs at the project zip code level. Um, so they can build competitive estimates. We provide templates for most of the major project types so they can really build those accurate estimates in just minutes. Um, other key features, again, important for profitability, managing change orders, an online client approval system that includes getting e-signatures, the ability for clients to pay online, um, and a client dashboard with a you know, project timeline and, and daily logs. And then on the design side, you know, we have specialized project management and product sourcing tools that make it easy for designers to build and send proposals and voices and, and much more. Um, so I've been speaking directly with, you know, many of the pros using the software for feedback. Um, I think you guys know it's, it's so important to really talk to your customers and hear what's working and what ideas they have, um, especially when you, when you launch something new. Um, I think the first piece of feedback that, that we've had is it's just a crazy good value, especially at this time. It's um, using House Pro is much less expensive than buying these types of tools on a standalone basis. Um, we see a lot of pros switching over who used one or even multiple software tools that cost much more because they're getting marketing and software and saving money, obviously, right now is a priority for many businesses. Um, the second is communication. Pros are really, you know, coming over and using the tool to improve communication with clients and prospective clients and to really be more proactive. Um, the tool has a central messaging feature that tracks all discussions, file sent, approvals, and more. And it lives in that client dashboard that's branded with the pros logo and company information. 
Um, I spoke to a builder yesterday who, you know, told me they just love the timeline. They totally get how it will help her better manage her clients, um, clients' expectations. Uh, and, and, you know, it kind of goes on and on from the payment requests, you know, pros try to do something similar on, on QuickBooks, um, but it, it, but it hasn't worked the same. And, you know, they love being able to set up a payment schedule and have the requests go out automatically at the right time. Um, you know, so I, I, again, it's all about helping professionals with the challenges that they have, you know, right now and for the long run. That's amazing. So, you, you know, before we dive into some of these features, um, it, it's incredible to see how much house has evolved. I mean, you've been there nine years, as you mentioned, and which it's completely changed over the years, right? I mean, from where it is now, I mean, did you ever anticipate being involved with all these changes from where house started to where you are now? Yeah, I think it's I think it's always impossible to know at the time. I think when I joined, one of the reasons I did is I really got the vision having been through a renovation myself and understanding the pain points right of finding a professional finding the right professional um you know i could see that this tool was going to be really 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 helpful um, but certainly i don't think we had any idea that we would keep evolving right the house pro now combines that marketing program that's been you know um you know, help grow the businesses of so many pros with this new software tool. So did I think I was going to be building software, you know, new software for pros when I came here? I don't, I don't know that I had that in <laughs> mind. Um, but I think we always had in mind, you know, being able to provide as much value um, and be kind of that one easy to use, uh, you know, business tool for pros. Um, and, you know, just got to put one foot in front of another and, uh, you know, and, and evolve as the market evolves and, and try to do more for your customers. You know, it's funny you say that because, I, you know, any successful company, you have to evolve. I mean, it's just reality. Technology is changing, market's changing, demographic changes. And so as these things happen, like you have to be able to adapt. And those companies that don't, you know, they kind of fall by the wayside. And, you know, it, it's interesting because how's in the past, I, I, I network with a lot of people around the country, a lot of builders and designers and, and architects, and many of them have built great companies from house, right? From lead generation, great way for them to capture leads. I mean, it's just a great platform for that. And many of my clients utilize house because, you know, we have idea books and picture books that give inspiration. So that way we can understand their style. But now you've evolved into this entire database and, and the whole intent there is to say, okay, well, if you're using all these different platforms, let's put it on one ease of use. So the pro now, you know, from estimating and templates and change orders and e-signature, you know, you're not having to use maybe DocuSign and QuickBooks and not to throw any other company on the bus, they're great for what they do, but you're in essence just putting all this together for ease of use for the customer. Yes, ab absolutely. And, and if you think about it, we're also trying to make kind of the the original tools even more valuable. So if you're using it for marketing, well, guess what? Now, you know, those inquiries move seamlessly into the lead management tool because we want to help you close more of them, right? And you can add in your inquiries from anywhere because, again, we want you to be even more effective at that part of your business as well and, and to make it easy. Um, and it, and it actually, we, we integrate already with QuickBooks Online and the designer tool, and it's coming uh, in about a month for the builder tool as well. So for a lot of these um, it's more just about, you know, how do we make those tools more powerful and, and make sure you're getting the most out of them um, as well. That's really good. So let me ask you this. Let's just say that um, I, I'm a consumer and I already have my systems. You know, I, I have scheduling, I have estimating, accounting, whatever it may be. You know, how could I optimize or what would 
what are other features that I could use with House if the House Pro wasn't for me? Yeah, I mean, again, I I would actually argue that that uh, you know it, it really would work well for for everybody, and and part of it is just looking at what you're spending on all of those tools, and and uh, you know I'd bet for the majority that you know if you, if you could replace them and and save a couple hundred dollars a month, that that's um, you know that could be very, a, a smart investment for the business. Um, but even if you use other tools, again, you know on on the accounting side with QuickBooks, you know we, we obviously integrate there. Um, uh, if you're, you know, using House for marketing or you're using other tools for marketing, right? This is a great way to start, you know, centralizing your lead management to have a mobile app so that you have access to all of this in the field, um, being able to kind of work with team members as well. Um, so, you know, again, it kind of consolidates all of the pieces that 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 pros need, um, you know, in, in one tool. But we also have a freemium model, so you know, any business in our industry can create or have us help create a free professional profile. Actually, as part of the Resilience Initiative, we're offering free profile consultations. Um, you can actually access the scheduling of those uh, from that house.com forward slash pro and then COVID page um, uh, link that we talked about. Um, but we'll actually help any pro with a profile improve it or anyone not yet on house to create one. Um, there's no cost for that at all. Uh, pros can also email me directly, Liza at house.com, um, and I'm happy to connect them with someone who can help. Um, but again, it's free to have that professional profile to be found in the directory, to showcase your work, um, you know, centralize your client reviews. Um, and as you said, you know, we have a lot of great collaboration tools like our idea books. Um, uh, and if you're using the House Pro software now, right, it's all of the document sharing. I think one of the most important things that kind of in feedback we hear from pros is, you know, having that one source of truth where all of your discussions and emails, et cetera, with clients are captured um, so that you don't go back and, you know, the client says, oh, well, you said you were going to do X, Y, and Z. Well, actually now you're going to have it documented and um, and your business is, you know, is covered and protected by, you know, having all of those discussions and communications um, centralized. Um, you know, in addition to the free marketing features, we, ha we have a, a trade program where professionals can get access to trade-only discounts on the brands and products they trust. There's no cost um, to use that uh, program as well. You just need to be an industry professional, and, uh, and we have a great team to help you there as well. Yeah, and that's what's amazing. I think for anyone now looking at House or haven't used it, I mean, not only is there advantages from marketing and, and as you mentioned, the consumer side, you know, organizing client books and portfolios and then the House Pro that we've, you know, we dove into with all the different features there to kind of put everything in one place. You know, you talked about um, trade discounts on product, which is something else we didn't touch upon. And even more so, what I found, it's, it's funny, I've seen more value from the review side, you know, there's like two platforms. If you have Google reviews and house reviews, right? They seem to be, they, they draw a lot of weight. So just that review side I've seen been very beneficial to our company, you know, especially from end image downloads. Cause there's, you know, little icons we could put on our website that are that co-branding with house, which has been really good for us. Yep. That's great. And, you know, if you're, if you're using idea books with clients, then it's, you know, it's even easier for them to write a review at the end of the process and they're already comfortable with the platform. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it's, it's funny as we talked about how much that company's evolved, you know, in the last seven years, so our crystal ball now. So how are you seeing, you know, the next five years, you know, our market with what's happened and then technology and, and what house is doing, you know, where do you kind of see things in the, in the years to come? 
Yeah, you know, I think it's as, as we as I said before, I, I personally think that our our industry will end up stronger than ever. Um, that people are going to invest in their homes. You know, I think some of the interesting things we're hearing about, you know, more and more is going to be done, you know, remotely or online. You know, that this is kind of fundamentally changing how businesses operate. We're certainly seeing a lot of product sourcing happening online, right? Because folks can't go to showrooms um, as easily. So we're, you know, we're seeing we're seeing that pick up. Um, you know, and people are just getting more comfortable with the tools to be able to work this way, right? With video conferencing and um, just, you know, managing these relationships online and having it not, you know, it's, it's actually the norm now. Uh, so I think we're going to continue to see, and it's certainly the investment we're making, technology, improving efficiency and kind of communication and, of course, customer satisfaction uh, in the long run. No, it's great advice. It's, it's funny how, you know, how things do change so quickly. And as you were speaking, I was thinking about, okay, you know, from our company standpoint, you know, we've seen, we've gone to a lot more Zoom meetings and it, it saves time driving to appointments. I mean, at the architect where there's something about face-to-face -face for some of those meetings, you know, for products and hands-on, but a lot of the stuff we can do remotely. So how is our home built to cater to that? How is our office built to cater to that? And I think that's really valuable as we start thinking about that this can evolve into sales and marketing for our companies and brands is now we can put this information together and, and be in a position to better serve the customer over the next five to 10 years and, uh, and, and, and business. Yep. And hopefully, you know, you, you all end up being more profitable because you're able to, you know, use your time more effectively, right. And have more of your hours be billable or, in business development than you ever had before. I love that. That's the goal, right? We all want to get to that point. So <laughs> <laughs> hopefully if anything else that, that through this conversation, we can learn to do that. So, and Liza, you've been amazing. I really appreciate, it. I know how busy you are and especially with everything going on and you know, your, your, your role with the company and, and, and your commitment. So thank you for making time. So how can our listeners find you, you know, from website, social media handles and um, that information that I can put for them. Yep. I mean, I think the number one is, you know, going to house.com forward slash pro. Uh, and then my email address is Liza at house.com. I think those are the easiest places to start. All of our links and other things are available um, from there. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much. I'll make sure we get that put uh, uh, here for everyone to come follow you. And as well, on Instagram, we'll tag house. And so thank you again for making time for us. Thanks so much, Brad. This was uh, great speaking with you and uh, I hope uh, wish you all the success um, this year and the future. Likewise. Thank you. A big thanks to Liza for coming on the podcast today and spending time to discuss marketing and how we can utilize the tools around us, especially in a time like this, to better our brand and company. And again, a special request for those of you listening, if you could please give us a five-star rating, uh, a review, as well as subscribe. It really helps us a lot. So Thanks again for all the support and, of course, subscribing and commenting.